Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You are listening to Dad Crossing, a podcast about animals and parenting. Today, we have a chat about new Pokemon Snap, What's new and maybe, well, what isn't so new in the next few months for Animal Crossing? And last but certainly not least, our mental health as dads. Well, well. Samba time, baby. Sean, how you been doing, man? Um, Yeah, I'm good. Um, We've had technical issues this morning with my mic, so... I apologize now to anybody listening if I sound a bit different or sound a very bit quieter. But for whatever reason, my yeti decided it wanted to just hum at us this morning. So, <laughs> and it wasn't as it wasn't a, a like a nice like uh, it wasn't a nice hum. It was more of like an annoying like yeah, pissing. hum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So new, yeah. New for cable on the way. Listeners here. <laughs> yeah. So new cable on the way. If that doesn't fix it. I might have to dip into the the emergency funds for uh, a new microphone. <laughs> oh man, I hope not. I hope not because what? Okay, we got our we got our Yetis about at the same time, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you where you keep your, I, you probably keep all your stuff set up where like I have to dismantle That's everything, true. so I have to unplug everything and plug everything back in, so it gets moved around a lot. Yeah, uh, whether it's that, yeah, that does make what sense. Leads me to think it might be the cable. So, but hey, we'll mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. Certainly, certainly will. Uh, so, other than technical difficulties, man, the rest of your week been going pretty good. Uh, yeah, I had a nice little breakaway with uh, with Lindsay at the weekend. We went up to the Oxydales, some of the finest countryside views that we could get. We uh. We did two big walks. One was around a place called Ingleton, around Ingleton Waterfalls, uh, which we went to uh, like the day after we got married. Um, nice. It's the area that we went to for our honeymoon. And the second one, we went around and did the Malham Trail, um, climbed a 330-foot scar. <laughs> so we did a bit of bouldering, um, which has led Lindsay yeah. into being really interested in bouldering. So she's last night got us booked into a climbing center somewhere in York, which is near us, um, to go do some bouldering indoors. So she's like kind of got the bug big time. Oh, well, yeah, it was good fun. Um, nice. Okay, so so two things. One, you are not wrong. Like the the photos you sent me are amazing. Like that. I mean that. Like those pictures were were awesome. Uh, two is bouldering like rock climbing. I mean, um, do I... bold bouldering is like rock climbing but with no ropes and harnesses what the hey what you You have children why would you want to do this (laughs) um yeah so you you don't you you, it's more like scrambling than climbing so you're not climbing up sheer vertical faces you're kind of climbing up stuff that's at about a 45 degree angle oh okay okay all right that's there's all the potential of slipping and falling and and stuff like that but yeah 
So, but yeah, we went, we climbed uh, Gardale Scar, Scar, sorry, and then we walked all the way across the top of the Dales to uh, Malham Tarn, which is like a big open lake at the top of the Dales. Um, and then we walked back from that and dropped down onto Malham Cove, which if you're a Harry Potter fan and you've watched the Deathly Hallows, um, they filmed part of the Deathly Hallows at Malham Cove, which was nice. So hmm. that scene where they're camping, um, when Hermione uh, like teleports them from one place to another, and she goes to all the places that she went through as, as a kid mm-hmm. with, her, with her parents. They end up camping at the top of Malham Cove. Um, all the big, it's the big rocky looking area. Um, went and stood at the top of that, which was a good two hundred two hundred sixty feet high, and then. Yeah, got caught by lots of English weather, so we got <laughs> rain. We got rained on for half the walk, and then as we were finishing, like just literally two minutes away from the car, uh, we got absolutely pelted in hail. So. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you got well. You got it all. You got the full experience. Yeah, I mean it's typical England, but yeah, it's it, like we started out sunshine. I, I like at one point I was just walking along in like trousers and a t-shirt sweating and then like as we got to the top of the walk i was wishing i had a hat and waterproofs and i had a headache <laughs> from the cold because the rain was not having any hair you could feel every little ice like icy splat on my head which was giving me a bit sure. of a headache but yeah we enjoyed it <laughs> nice nice well that's cool uh um, nick what have you been up to oh i don't know not not all that not all that much really just um just hanging out with fam um i can't remember i can't even remember when stuff was anymore um we had we had spring break here recently but i feel like that was in the ca- cast before this but anyways um hung out with the fam for that and that was that was fun we uh i took i don't know i took most of the week off and uh so we got some family time in there um my son's excited. He's uh, he's gonna be in his first like I don't know. It's not really a play, but it's it's more like just a like a a singing chorus thing for his school. So um, and then we we had to do we had to do the Hunger Games with the tickets, uh, you know, because we're still like uh, we're still trying to follow all the all the COVID rules. So of course they were like there was only gonna be two tickets that you had, which actually for us would have been better because it's like okay, there's two tickets. It's obviously mom and dad. Um, the rest of y'all, you'll just have to see the video. But then they were like, no, wait, we're now your states. Now they've upped it. So now like we can give you four. So then so now we have these two other tickets. And we're like, I mean, literally, I mean, it was like the Hunger Games. It was like, well, you grandparents get one and you get one. So you guys figure out who's going to go and <laughs> who's not going to go, because I don't really know other way, the other way to do this. Um, so, so yeah, that, uh, luckily it wasn't really the Hunger Games. They just kind of, of course the grandmas won out, right? You know, like, yeah, like, that's it. Grandparents like, always want the, uh, the front seats of all. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the, the, the grandpa was like, uh, that's okay. I'll stay, I'll stay back. You can go. And so, so the grandmas are going to go and us are going to go and watch, uh, watch Noah, um, in one of his first, I don't know. I really don't know what it is. Like he's trying to explain it to me. I know it's not a play, but it, I think it's just kind of like a sing-along thing. I don't know. That'd be interesting. A so, musical. 
go with that high school yeah, musical. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, so, anyways, that'll be that's kind of what's uh, what's going on in in our world currently. Yeah, um, COVID's well, the town that I live in, Selby, um, is currently the Yorkshire's hotspot for COVID. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, seriously? No, I'm not even kidding. It's ridiculous. We had a there's a factory near us called Clipper. And um, they had an outbreak of 50 individuals. Oh, wow. But they didn't seem to do anything about that 50 individuals and allowed them to continue to work. So the, the factories had a bit of a yeah. a reprimand on that. Um, but yeah, so that's made us like the hotspot. I mean, the community-wise out there, it's, it's not really individuals on a thing-to-thing basis. It's just because we've had such a massive spike in one place. It's kind of it's mm-hmm. then put Selby on the map as a hotspot. So um, they've increased like testing. So they've now got an asymptomatic asymptomatic testing station. So you can mm-hmm. just like attend if you're just if you're worried, you can just rock up, walk in, and be tested there, and then with a lateral flow, um, free of charge, which is nice. quite good. Um, yeah. Where I work at, at Drax, they've. Um, they've up their test. Well, we've always been testing like at least twice a week, depending on how we're working. So we've got like home testing kits, but the company paid for those. Um, but because the I don't know what you want to call it now, uh, the government health scheme it has now extended it, so Drax gets them for free. So, but, oh, cool. Which is yeah. which is nice, but like yeah, they paid for like uh, if you think the. Uh, 12 weeks worth of testing kits, so it's two a week. So 24 testing kits per employee, and they've got like a thousand em- plus employees. So, Dang, that is a that is a lot of testing kits. Yeah, That's and crazy. I think they're they're not cheap either. I think mean, they're like 70 pound a testing kit or something silly like that. Yeah. Man. Oh. Well, uh, I guess it's better than losing all the power plant employees to COVID, huh? Yeah, that's true. I mean, half, I think most of the stuff are at home anyway. All the office staff haven't been, like the non-essential office staff, none of them have been in in the actual on-site since March last year. So, you know, it's coming up to 12 months where they've not been on-site. Yeah. So I feel sorry for those well, people that work at home constantly because I can imagine that it's been a big change routine-wise, so... Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. Well, we do have that in common because Michigan has uh, Michigan was the the hotspot in uh, my state. Um, was the hotspot in the U.S. So I don't know that we still are. We've decreased a lot, almost fifty percent in our cases. Like we were, we were at a crazy number for a while, around six thousand. Whenever six thousand a day cases, when everybody else was like plummeting, we were for whatever reason rising. But um, we're now down to about two thousand cases a day. So I, I don't know if that's true anymore. But uh, it certainly, it certainly was a while, a while back. Um, so yeah, and I do, I do appreciate the asymptomatic tests. Like I got one. I got a test the uh, and I don't get tested very often. I think that was my second, no, third test because uh, my first one, I felt like I was dying. and I was for sure I had COVID. That was like back in October of last year. Didn't have it. And then the second one, I did have it, um, which I uh, was pretty for sure of. And then this one I got because I like I had the sniffles. And that was like the thing everybody was saying. They were like, oh, I just had the sniffles and I ended up having COVID. I didn't even. And I was like and I had 
you know, and the problem is we're starting to meet more with people. So we're getting together with like that weekend we were supposed to get together with um, my my grandma and uh, uh, some other people in our family. And and we were actually watching some of uh, some of my friends, kids. And so I was like, ah, I have the sniffles. I feel fine, but I'm going to get a test just like I don't want to be the guy that got the entire family covid you know and, and so like like that just that's probably my biggest worry throughout this entire thing is like i don't want to be the guy that got everybody sick and so and so yeah so i just went in and got tested and i ended up being covid free but uh yeah just to be i mean that that's the the upside is that like because Lindsay's in a teaching role she gets she's got like a, a ton of free nhs testing kits because jay is at high school and they're not testing kids under the age of 13 and 14, I think, yet. That might mm-hmm. change. Um, so Jay has got a load of testing kits. I've got a load of testing kits. So, like, when Logan starts coughing and, like, he, like he, while we were away, um, Lindsay's mum took him to the seaside in the UK while it was freezing. He's come back and he's got a runny nose and a bit of a cough and, like, yeah, we we tested him and he's absolutely fine. But like, we turned around to like his nursery and said like, um, "Oh, he's just got a bit of a cold. Don't worry, he's got a runny nose." And they kind of like they look at us as if to say, "Well, why have you brought him here?" And it's like, "Don't worry, <laughs> yeah, we've done yeah. a we've done a lateral flow on him. He's absolutely fine. It's just a runny nose, and it's like it's bright green. What's coming out of his nose? It's awful." <laughs> Oh my goodness. So do you get the results right there? Like I've never, I don't, I don't know anything about in home COVID tests. Like yeah, never... so so literally it's. This, there's two different styles. The one that like the girls have got, like Lindsay and Jay have got, um, they have to do the throat and then the nose, mm-hmm. and then you put it in some solution, and then you like, you drip it onto a, like basically like a pregnancy test slide. Okay. Drop it into there, and it gives you a result within like a, a definitive result within 20 minutes. But you can get there's pretty much an instant result within five minutes, just like with a color line that comes up. Um, you're supposed to wait 20 minutes to let it mature and stuff like that but yeah okay. that's it it's just there and then in front of you it's awesome that is nice i mean they're not they're, they're not super accurate but they're apparently accurate enough that sure. they're using them so. yeah yeah that's yeah cool. other well, than that not a lot um i went away like when we went away on friday it was just the release of pokemon snap so i've like missed out for the whole entire weekend so i've been hammering that Basically, since yeah, we got back, and Lindsay banned you from taking it. Is that? Is that? Yeah, like yeah, yes. Yeah. So I said to her, "Can I take the switch?" Like, so when we're chilling out <laughs> on an evening, can, I can like sit and play that. And she was like, "Absolutely no." That's <laughs> like, <"No." laughs> okay, well, fine, thanks, thanks, honey. We, we, we took the we, we took the laptop with us because it was a race weekend for the Formula One, so we took that with us so we could watch the race um, and all the stuff leading up to it. Um, and then because there wasn't a right lot else to do in the cabin. Um, that I can mention <laughs> in the podcast. Um, <laughs> we uh, we started watching Virgin River on Netflix, which I have now become addicted to watching. <laughs> what is it? Um, it's a it's called Virgin River. It's about a Los Angeles woman that loses her husband um, and moves out to the middle of nowhere um, to a little town called Virgin River to be a nurse. Huh. I have to look it up. It doesn't sound like the most thrilling thing for a guy to watch, <laughs> yeah. but it's like it's it's gripped me enough. It's yeah, it's it's good. It's all set in Vancouver as well, a little place just like inside Canada. 
Um, I mean, it looks amazing. So it's the kind of place I'd like to go on holiday. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'll have to look at it. That's cool. Okay. Well, I um, to be fair, I haven't played anything on the Switch that we don't already talk about and that I haven't already talked about or we're not already going to talk about um, being Animal Crossing later on. So uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about this Pokemon Snap? I don't know much about it. Like, I, I never played the first one. I don't know. So tell me tell me a little bit about it. So when when the release trailer came out, I was instantly like, yes. Oh, my God. I cannot wait for this to come out. Um, it's when I rebought the N, when I bought the N64 again um, as a middle aged man. Um, <laughs> it was one of the one of the games that I like went and picked up. So I think I paid like I paid over the odds for it. I paid fifty five pound. It wasn't even in a box as well. So it was quite expensive. <laughs> Wow, yeah. um and it's uh, i absolutely loved it on the n64 like the the idea of you're on a fixed track rolling through like there's beach settings volcano setting like seaside settings stuff like that caverns and things and you're using apples to lure pokemon to do different things or just to annoy them really <laughs> um and taking pictures of them doing different things like chasing each other, like, shocked that you've thrown an apple at them, eating the apple, or luring them to different parts of the of the stage to do different, interact with things in a different way. And then you just give those photos to a professor once at the end of the of the stage, and he evaluates them, and you've got a nice collection of mm-hmm. funny-looking Pokemon photos. Um, the one on the Switch is it's exactly the same premise, the storyline being that you're on an island, um, which I cannot for the life of remember the name of the island. Uh, but there's apparently been strange events around illuminating Pokemon that this professor's trying to... Professor Mirror is the guy that's... And he's trying to hmm. observe this and you kind of think set out to go and be his his understudy the, to take pictures for him. You build up a, a photo dex rather than a Pokedex of all the different Pokemon. Gotcha. So. The one thing I don't like about it is that it's got all the Pokemon in from all different generations. So obviously like where Pokemon Snap was Gen 1 Pokemon, so it's right. the first 115 different Pokemon that there was. Sure. This has got like all the stuff that you can see on uh, if you play Pokemon Go, all the Pokemon that are, are out there at the moment. So there's a lot that I don't know the names of. And I don't know the evolution mm-hmm. states, so like I don't know when they're interacting. Are they interacting with the evolution states of them, or just like are they going to interact with each other because they're two different style of Pokemon? Because like yeah. you can lure them to each other, and some of them are like attack each other, or they'll like square up to each other and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. Basically, it. You, you chuck apples at Pokemon, take funny pictures of them, and uh, okay, I haven't got the same love for this as I have the original Pokemon Snap, but I'm unable to put it down and stop playing it. So, hmm, okay, so so you don't like it as much, but you still really like it. Yeah, it's a good game. It's yeah. the um, mm-hmm. the motion control side of things, the the camera aspect are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the music to it's pretty good. The the graphically, it's great. Um, the storyline's good. 
So I think that's the reason why I keep playing it is that like you kind of you can you replay the same stage but you level up the, that stage and each time you get to a different level you go into it there's different pokemon interacting in a different way or there's a different like mini route within the level that you can open up and things like that um and it's just like you'll do something one time and you'll be like oh, all right okay so that pokemon like i could lead him to here and he could potentially do this so the next stage that you go and you then target in just to that one pokemon to get that one photo and they have like a star rating system so you get one to four stars on your photo depending on what the pokemon's doing um mm, okay. and then even then within the star system you get different colored stars so it's all done on points so you can go all the way from just a bronze star to crystal stars um, mm, okay. depending on the number of points that you get for that number of stars. So it's quite a complex scoring system on it. Um, but then there's the online aspect where you can share some of your favorite photos online. It's like, it'd be great for Noah. I'd probably really like it. Um, I put it on Emily's um, Switch for when she plays out of the weekend. Um because you can edit the photos and there's like funny little stickers you can put on them to make it look like the, the Pokemon's wearing sunglasses or a silly hat and then you can kind of like share them and stuff like that and you get medals online for your photos from different people. Nice. Yeah, you know, I mean, I feel like I want to I want to say that he'd like it. But then there's a part of me like I was just so I'm like halfway through the um the dad's after dark cast and and um drew said the same thing he bought it he thought his kids would love it and they played it for like a night and they haven't picked it up as of the la as of their recording all that weekend and so like that's my fear i just don't it's like on the edge where noah might like it but he might be like ah let no i don't want to play it and then i'm just gonna be like listen kid you're gonna play this game because i just spent good money on this thing for you to play it so <laughs> He doesn't know it exists at the moment. So I think because there is kind of this this lull right now. I don't I mean I don't have a ton to play really um on the Switch. And so I may show him the like video of it and see see what he says. But then if he says he likes it and he says he wants to play it, I'm be like, "We well, we are going to play this." Like we're not like you're not yeah. I'm not going to buy this and then play it for an hour. We're going to beat. Can you beat it? Like, is there a beat um, it, like credit roll type thing? Do you know? I'm not sure. I mean, I've put I'll just switch up and tell you how many hours I've put into it so far. And this is only since Monday. You're probably not going to be able to see, right? Because they don't show it until. Um, well, I'll see. I'll see what it says. Yeah, I I want to try it. I really do, but there's because I mean we've certainly got a lot of playtime out of uh, like Sword and Shield and Pokemon Go, and actually yeah. they've got a lot more time out of Sword and Shield than I have. I played it with them until we beat the gym leaders, and then they they still like go collect Pokemon Noah and Ariel together. So yeah, I mean the way I've kind of the reason why because I've got a login on Emily Switch, so I've just downloaded it via mine. She can play it on the she's a child account account underneath mine so she can just gotcha. play whatever game so um the only reason why i've done that is because when i've been when i started playing it on monday when we got back 
um, I stuck it on the like I did it. I played it docked, and like mm-hmm. I ended up with Logan sat on my knee, and Emily kind of like curled under my arm, and they were all just watching. So, like Logan's got this current fascination where he absolutely loves Pikachu to the point where um, his grandma, my mum, has just um, crocheted him a little Pikachu. Oh, that's and cool. a Pokeball. <laughs> then, so cool. Yeah, if I'm honest, I'll, I'll take a picture of the Pokeball. If I'm honest, I'm going to get my mum to make quite a few of those because I think she could like she could sell them quite well. They're literally oh, like sure. perfectly crafted little Pokeball. Awesome. She can do them with different colours and to represent the different balls. I think she'd uh, she's found a little market for Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, I um, have, I have no doubt. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. I would, uh, I'd like to give it a shot. Um, <clears throat> Uh, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to do that though. And I will report back. I'm going to let my son see it and see what he thinks. And if he really likes it, then I may end up buying it. Uh, Anything else on Pokemon snap? Um, no, I mean, I'd be interested. I need to look in the discard, um, see if there's a, like a let's play is the one Pokemon snap looking now. There isn't one yet. I yeah, no, there, I haven't seen I haven't seen much conversation about it, really. Not to I mean, there was like the day of launch. There were people that was like, oh, it's Pokemon Snap Day. And everybody was like excited. But then I haven't like I like I haven't seen like posted photos. I thought I would start seeing like, you know, Pokemon photos posted and all this stuff. And I yeah. don't know. It, it, there's not a lot there. <clears throat> I've not seen like, like I know Dan was excited about getting it because I know he yeah. liked the original as well. Like me. Yeah. Um yeah, I've not seen any hype for it, but I've also glad that I haven't because then there's a level of there's a level of frustration that like trying to get a, a Pokemon to do something and not being able to. I mean, like on the original, um, there used to be like a combination of things that you did as you went through the level. If you like hit this Pokemon with this with an apple, and then got this one to meet this one, and then did this, so then. Like Magikarp had bounced into this river at this point and stuff like that. You could change the color of the Gyarados that you'd see from blue to red. Gotcha. Um, I haven't figured that out yet, but I'm sure that there's a way of getting, especially in the sand, like the sand stage that I've got. There must be a certain thing you can do to get an onyx to turn up as a crystal onyx. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. I just don't know what they are yet. And I'm not gotcha. gonna go YouTube and stuff until like got to like until at least I've rolled credits, which Yeah. Is a while yet, I think. Gotcha. Well, that is Pokemon Snap, people. It is available currently on the eShop. Um let us know how you're feeling about it, if you're having fun with it, uh what your kids think of it, all that fun stuff. Help me out here. Um but let's if, chat... if you're listening, yeah. if you're listening to we might need a maybe a little bit on the discard for it please (laughs) yeah yeah there you go um let's chat about the animals in our lives Welcome to Isabel's Morning Announcements. Well, we got a lead out on what's coming and what's not. 
coming for the next couple months. Uh, Nintendo gave us their their roadmap. I'd say their roadmap till July. And that's when it gets a little... We don't know anything through July. But it looks eerily the same as 2020, Sean. Yeah, welcome to 2020. We <laughs> that's right. Welcome to 2020. Um, they seem very... They seem very uh, comfortable, I'll say, in just saying, listen, the events are going to be the same. There will be new seasonal items. That's like, yeah. I think that's their text. Which, um, is it, is it because the, the, of the pandemic, there haven't been as strong of a force in developing different things? Or is it because they thought, hey, we did so well last year? doing this let's just do it again people loved it they'll lap it up and then my personal opinion they made a huge mistake with that um they they had a lot of this this game has a lot of hardcore followers like like we are doing a podcast about it every two weeks so yeah you'd have thought they'd have put some time and effort into making this a bit more of a yeah they said that we're going to have a like a two-year support for it, but being more gripping is the mm. yeah. That it's it's definitely interesting. Um, I don't know if they'll follow previous what they'll follow like New Leaf. New Leaf didn't have a, gr- a like a grand update until year three, so I don't know if they just thought, nah, we'll do exactly what we did in New Leaf. That I mean, people love that game, so um, um, or like the 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 next big spot is going to be the next it will be will be interesting like e3 it'll be interesting to see if they come out on e3 and say you know here here's a new big update for animal crossing if they don't do it at e3 then they're not probably going to do it in 2020 that would be that would be my thought <laughs> 20, on that. 2021 <laughs> yeah 2021 whatever year this is don't go back to 2020 i heard that was a bad year um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah so if they don't do it at e3 they're not going to do it in 2021 you'll 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 run through the exact same year which I don't know. I mean, sure, for us who have played since the beginning, it's it's not the greatest thing in the world. But uh, there's there's a lot of people who are jumping in still for the first time. I mean, we have a uh, we have a um, I can't think of his name. I'm sorry. There's somebody on our discord that just started to play uh, with their kids. Uh, they, I mean, and it actually blew my mind to think he was like, yeah, I'm on day three. And I'm like, I got to be at day three like i can't even like it's just it, i don't know i just can't even fathom it seems like so long ago to be at day three on animal crossing and so um so good for him and i hope he's super enjoying it i i invited him out to to come to the island and grab like all my diys um that would be great for me as much as for him because i i hate yeah. butter but <laughs> clear up a few things <laughs> yeah exactly um so, but anyway, so right ah. now we are currently in the... I'm sorry, what were you saying, Sean? It's uh, Scotty Karate. Yes! Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so welcome to the party, Scotty Karate. And I hope you're having a grand grand old time in uh, in New Horizons. Yeah, now you're playing it. We'll stop bashing it and, like, we'll... You know, it is great. <laughs> Carry on playing it. It's amazing. It took us, like, a year to get to this point. So yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, if you're loving it, that's great. We, we, we're loving it too. It's just we, we've been in it. So uh, we, we had a great first year with it, and uh, and so right now we are in the May Day event. 
Oh, this is an event they did last year. You can, there's a ticket at the airport for you. You can go to the airport. You can take your flight to the Mystery Island. Um, Good news is, and I I do appreciate this, the good news is that the Mystery Island is different than it was last year. And there is a different item that you get. I won't say what it is because I know there might be some people who haven't gone through it, but uh, there'll be a different item that you'll get. (laughs) Yeah, uh, like maybe my co-host. Um... Uh, there'll be a different item that you get from last year, which is great. It's not a super easy map. Um, in fact, my, my son, very proud moment. He got himself through it on his own. He was, he was determined not to have help from me. Um, there was a little slight bit of a, like, I can't do it meltdown. I'll never be able to do it. But then he came back to it and, uh, knocked it out. So, um, kudos to him. So when we um, say it's the same concept, I, I assume you limited tools. You've got to make the tools as you yes. go along. To, yeah. All right. Cool. I liked that about it. So if yeah. they did stuff, if they did more stuff like that, like there was a weekly tour. Yeah. Even a monthly. I mean, even like a monthly maze. I, that would be really cool. I would. I and I as I was going through it, I thought, wouldn't it be cool if like this was DLC? update where you could make your own like you could you could get your own what do you want to say like your own like mystery maze tour id so you could go to fly to this island make this maze on this open island but when you invited people to it it would be just like theirs where when you flow to it they would take all your tools away and then you would have to go through the maze to finish it and you could just do what i mean it would be really cool and they could use the same thing like uh, like they do with Super Mario Maker where, you know, you have to beat the maze first for it to actually register or whatever so people aren't just, like, trolling you. Um, although I'm <laughs> sure people would still find ways to troll you. It's just what Yeah, definitely. Um, but, yeah, I just think that would be a ton of fun. That would be an, a neat way to go about it. So tell me, uh, when you get done with the maze, tell me how your experience is. It took me three tries. I had to reset three times to get everything. So cool. I will I will do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there are different ways to get through it. It didn't seem like it to me. It seemed like you had to do stuff in a very methodical like grab this, then grab that, then go here. Um but uh I'll be interested to see if you're if you how your experience is with it. Uh, next, after after this event is over, comes another event that we had last year, the Museum Day, um, where you... I was very baffled by this last year, I remember, and Dan was the one, because he lives in a larger city, and they have these like little stamp day things at museums, apparently. I don't live around a lot of museums around here. I gotta drive like three hours to get to, a, to, get to any real, what you would consider like a real museum. Um, but you you have stamps, you have the stamp card for each section of the museum. So the bugs, the fish, um, the fossils. And so now there is an addition this year because uh, there at last year when we did this, there was no art section. So that'll be a new a new stamp section and a new plaque for you to get. So you you go to each of the selected areas on the stamp card you get your stamp and when you get your stamp then you get this plaque with uh with the corresponding fish or fossil yeah or that, that means i'm gonna have to go and do that because i've got them displayed on the wall in the basement of my house yeah you gotta get the art one now for sure um yeah i'll do that um 
I remember you could do it multiple times. Do you remember that? You could like yeah, you could go just... back and do it again and again. Because I remember we were like we did it one day and we were like, oh yeah, we got these, we got all these these plaques. And I'm like, can't wait to see what we get tomorrow. And we were like, oh, we all got more plaques. <laughs> okay, yep. I, I think one set of plaques is enough. Um, so, so yeah, so there's that. Um, June is wedding month once more, Sean. Yeah, and I guess I, I enjoyed the use of Harv's Island for the wedding month. I enjoyed the mm-hmm. for the first few days, and then I was like, "Okay, I'm done. I'm spent. And that's it." <laughs> yeah, I uh, I remember putting down just a bunch of candelabras so that I could get her to like give me the the crystal heart or the crystal pieces or whatever. Yeah, that, like... that was, that's you were doing like the bare minimum, weren't you? It was like, right, how many <laughs> yeah. of these can I? Because that's what I did the first few days. I was like, yeah, excuse me, really elaborate, elaborate like layout, making sure that like I had even things on all the walls, like had the stall set out, made it look really nice, and then it was like, yeah, that's it, that's cool, right? Get like all the crystal hearts and like the new item from her and things like that. And then, like after three or four days, I was like, "You can literally just put down four things," and she's really happy. She's like the easiest bride in the world to please. Yeah. <laughs> I have really great pictures of of me like just in a sea of like candles and just like everywhere. There's no seats. There's nothing but candles. And she's like, "This looks really great. Thanks so much." I'm like, "This place is about to burn down, lady. What are you talking about?" <laughs> I got my crystal hearts though. It's all that matters. Um, maybe I'll bring back the, uh, maybe in June, I just did like the Zen garden in my, in my front entrance area. Um, maybe in June, I'll bring back the chapel. I used to have a wedding chapel on my island, so maybe I'll bring that back. But they are doing some new things. Um, this is akin to what we've been talking about. There are going to be new seasonal items in the seasonal tab. Um, but there also is going to be new clothes at Able Sisters, which is, uh, which is cool. It looks like all the DIYs will be the same. I don't. It did. They didn't really look like there were going to be any new DIYs, but that's not confirmed. So that's just uh, that's just what we're seeing and what we're thinking. Um, also, new seasonal items. There's going to be new. Se- there's a bunch of new seasonal items in the promo tab right now. Uh, Mother's Day stuff, and then there's a uh, like a like a fish flag. I just I just put that in my island. It's a pretty cool fish flag, so you should go in and get that. Um, it's like a it's like a big flagpole with four or five like fish wind socks attached. Oh, to all right, cool. Yeah, and I wonder if they're so, different colors for different islands because we seem to get a lot of that, don't we? So like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're to get is. purple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nice um yeah so it's and it's a very colorful thing yeah it's it's pretty cool i i appreciated it and um there's also a cheese rolling uh day that that's for is that is that you guys over there who's the um, are you the cheese i think it is i think there's an area of the uk where cheese rolling is a thing i can't remember remember no, where no, it is I should have looked it up before I, but yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I remember it being, being over. Yeah, Spring uh, Run Holiday, Cooper's Hill, near Gloucestershire in England is where cheese rolling takes place. Gotcha. Yeah. So 
so there's a thing about uh, so some you're gonna get some cheese rolling seasonal items coming up. They showed that. Uh, <laughs> That's ace. I like they're, cheese. Yeah, I like cheese too. They're digging. They're they're digging deep in the seasonal item in the seasonal item bucket at this point. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You got any questions about that? That's the that's the Animal Crossing update uh, right there. No, there's stuff in there that I'm gonna obviously every single time they gave like an update like this, it's a it is a kick to go back in, do it, take part. Not just because we talk about it every other week, but because you kind of have this impulse to go and get it and get you do, bits yeah. and pieces. Um, which then when we do mock it and say, well, they're pretty much doing what they did last year. They're doing enough to, to keep bringing us back. So yep, it's like, yeah, you're moth to the flame for it. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Yeah, no, it's totally true. Um, yeah, it's enough to keep me. It's Here's what it is. This is great. It's enough to keep me coming back and, and continue doing it. It's also just enough to make me gripe about it. But to be fair, <laughs> they could do whatever and I'd probably still gripe about it. And I'd still do it. So it doesn't really matter. Um, I, I fully admit that. I, I, I know I know who I am. Um, yeah. But but yeah, that's uh, that's the that's the Isabel morning announcements for this cast. Yeah, I mean, E3... It would be amazing if like they dropped and if the first thing they started with for uh, any Animal Crossing news in E3 was just a video of Tom Nook black screen, just a spotlight on Tom Nook with his microphone and he starts to like reel off what amazing things they're gonna have DLC wise, I'll be like that. <gasps> mm-hmm. But I don't know, we'll see. Yep. It's one of them things, isn't it? Yeah. Well. They got I mean just I mean, this is a squirrel, but they gotta have something in that E3 video. I don't know. For me, I, I know that the dads are talking about it, that there just didn't seem to be anything, all that much stuff available right now for Nintendo, at least for this half of the year. They, My they guess did. is they got stuff planned. Yeah, going a little bit away from Animal Crossing, they need to drop some Metroid news in yeah. E3. Because yeah, it's been it's probably true. a lifetime since they even showed a screenshot of Metroid Prime 4. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. True for sure. Well, all right, Sean, why don't you just take us in over to the dad corner? Well, welcome to the dad corner. Um, as we talk about in the intro, we're going to kind of hit a really hard topic. Um, it's been something that's it's bothered me in the last two weeks in a bit of a, a difficult time for me. Um, and in that, I'm talking to all the guys, you guys on the Discord, uh, you've all reached out and spoke about your own experiences, which is great. But a little bit of a PSA for anybody that's listening with kids, um, the, the next 15 minutes is is going to be a bit of a heavy topic that you might want to skip um, just because it's not it's not a nice thing to talk about. It's quite emotional and it'll probably lead to a lot of uncomfortable questions from, from young ears. So I won't be offended if you skip me talking for the next 15, 20 minutes. So, but yeah, um, it's something I dropped in the discard last week. Um, I've lost another friend to suicide, uh, Hmm. completely unexpected. Um, when I heard about it, it was a 
the instrumental was really nice. It was just really difficult to hear um, how the last three years of his life had kind of caused him to be in a mental state where he was so unhappy and basically changed his personality and everything, um, which directly probably led to the, the separation in his marriage and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't good. Wasn't great. It was nice to see some of the guys I used to work with um, at the old place. It was kind of nice to have a reunion. And there was the aspect of it where his immediate family were turning up and they all looked very, very sad. And then there was this group of grown men kind of laughing and joking a little bit. Um, we, we kept saying to each other, we should, we need to be a bit more respectful, but the, the guy that had passed would probably have been doing the same if it was anybody <laughs> else. So, yeah, we've got a bit of a bad, bad reputation of having toilet humour with the guys that I used to work <laughs> with. So, but like we would, we, while we were doing, we were just sharing different stories about different things and it couldn't help about like the laughing. Um, and then when his service started, the song that he chose was Teardrop by Massive Attack. And that changed all our like moods instantly. And, like I cried. Um, sure, sure. One of the guys whose musical influence had changed massively by this guy like walked away he, he broke him straight away hmm. so it, it, it was nice but at the same time it was really difficult um the occupational health nurse that worked there she came um had a really good chat with her afterwards about um different things and like how it how it's affected me because i like i know in casts previous to this where we'd like we kind of talked i had kind of I did mention I was struggling with things and that like I got help and I was changing mm-hmm. lifestyle and stuff because I was suffering all last year with anxiety and stress and depression around a job and like insecurities of non financial incomes and stuff like that. So, um, sure. yeah, it was it's it's not very nice. It's a it's a bad stigma to be in, and I know there's there's people that have reached out and spoken to me that have felt like they're in the same they've been in the same situation before where you, you kind of have this, you, you end up having this level of really low self-worth where you, and for me, definitely I was looking at it and thinking like, you know, with, I've got this issue, this issue where if I did this and I wasn't there that, you know, I wouldn't be a disappointment to parents and, you know, kids wouldn't grow up thinking that they like, they had a, useless father and like Lindsay would be better off because she wouldn't have to like be dragging me around as a dead weight and like money wise she'd she'd be better off because my life insurance would pay out and my death in service from work would pay out and like the house would be paid off and yeah you just end up kind of like you you get this really horrible voice in the back of your head that says yeah, yeah it's a good idea you're doing everyone a favor you know just do it stop being a you know leech on people and it's awful to get in that and that's when I've spoke to other people and people it's at that point where the the decision to try and hurt yourself or take your own life kind of begins and it becomes a, a horrible path to go down on a track and you either end up like something happens and it wakes you up and you think oh god what an idiot like and that voice changes and 
are like for me it was like thinking about the kids and how probably devastated they would be as much as I felt like I was very useless to them that you know thinking about them being upset about me not being there was the one thing that kind of stopped me from from doing it and yeah it's, it's not great I mean I've got a few stats in front of me like for the US it's the like in 2020 it was the 10th leading cause of death in the US and over 45,000 people took their own lives and horrible to think that that's 45,000 people that had that little self-worth about themselves and yeah that's just horrible yeah um like the uk isn't as much but we don't have as massive a population as the us um but i mean i know in the uk they're, they're doing a lot at the moment in terms of mental health and getting help and i think they're slowly starting to realize that men carry seem to carry a lot more emotional weight than people actually think which is horrible to say that they're only it's mm. 2021 and they're only just realizing that you know all this stuff with female equality not wanting to go down the feminist route too much but the female equality okay. that that men carry an emotional burden as much as women can carry an emotional burden um yeah it's just it's not great um mm. all i can say from personal experience on this is it it use what tools are available to you I, I mean i know in the uk that i just literally i rang the gp and was like uh, I, i'm struggling i've thought about this and i was really open about you know i've had thoughts about uh, myself and you know I, I was really really not a nice person to be around i was really angry and snappy with like the kids and the missus and you know i could it was awful it was like a I could see how I was being from the inside and I, I couldn't as much as like I was shouting at myself in my head to stop. You kind of can't, everything goes on autopilot and you start just getting really snappy. I was getting really snappy. I was slamming things around. I was saying really like not hurtful things, but things that I wouldn't really say. And sure. Um, so yeah, I spoke to somebody, um, the GP kind of put me onto an online referral service. Um, they used a really cool app called Silver Cloud, which was like an interaction portal between me and a, a counselor where like they set me things to do online, like stuff to read and information that I could use. And then there was questionnaires about how I was feeling, how, like, what would I do in different circumstances? And then just noticing the triggers for things. And um, that helped a lot. Obviously, the change in circumstances for me helped a lot. That I, it, my job security changed, like instantly. Um, mm -hmm. Once they kind of they made their minds up with the people that they were wanting to let go and things like that. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't great. I've looked, I've looked into it for you guys over in the US, and did, I don't know what you can and can't do in terms of like healthcare providers, like your doctors and stuff like that. I don't know how it works. So much mm. uh, like with health insurance, you mean? Or? Well, not really with just health insurance, but like I know here with the NHS, I just literally I just ring my doctor's surgery. I'm like, oh, I need to, to speak with a GP because I've got an issue. And then you sit down and you have like a 15 minute talk with a doctor. And like it'd be just an ailment that you've got where you've got a pain or an ache or an infection. And then they're kind of like, all right, here you go. Here's your prescription. Go pick it up from 
the pharmacist you pay just like you pay for the prescription you don't pay for their service mm-hmm. so i don't know how that works with the u.s yeah so a couple things i guess um it's so like it's so easy to hide this stuff just like to go back real quick to what you had said like i mean i i had like you had said you were like yeah it's it's really rough you know like i remember us chatting or whatever on a podcast and you being like yeah it's it's been really rough lately but like man it's so hard to be like i had no no idea that you were i didn't know what really i thought really rough meant like you know like i don't know like what it's 2020 it's really forever but like i like i had no idea what that meant you know and so i guess just just like sitting here listening to you it's just like uh, i guess ask some be okay to ask some questions you know yeah, like yeah. you know what i mean like if you're if your friend says it's yeah it's been really rough like what is that like be okay to be you know be okay to be like, oh, what does that mean? You know, or like, 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 what, like, what? I don't. You, I, you get an assumption of what something means when somebody says something, you know, and you're like, oh yeah, I get you, man, you know, and you're like, well, no, I probably, I definitely didn't get you, you know, um, and and so, and so there's that, um, I guess was was one thing, and then the 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 other thing, um, my experience with this is with my wife who is very comfortable with me chatting about this to help whoever it could help um it's not men's health but it's more the journey than what she went through particularly of like we went to our we went to her doctor and it was like here's here's this prescription and you should talk to a counselor and we did that and that was somewhat helpful but only somewhat helpful and um the counselor told us to go see a psychologist and we had asked you know why why do i you know i I guess you know what's the point we're talking to you the doctor gave us medicine what what's the point and she was like well they'll give they can just give the the medicine they can give you medicine too to help and my wife and i both kind of walked out and said well you know i mean we already have medicine like what's the point in going and see get talking to i cannot stress the importance to listen. I wish we would have listened. It would have made our journey much shorter and gone and seen a psychologist. At least, at least that's in the U S I will say that because when, when stuff got real rough and stuff got real rough, um, for, for her and for us consequently, um, we finally did that. And the, the psychologist knows so much more about those medicines that that section of pharmaceuticals than than at least in America than um, a regular doctor. Like she was like, you need to take this for this and take this for this, and then we're gonna and then we'll wean you off. And she did. We she had like I was really nervous. She had her on like four medicines, and I was like, what is going on? And then. But she slowly, as as she, as my wife became my wife again, she slowly started to take her off those medicines and found out what balance was needed. And yeah, it's, I just 
just be willing to to reach out to all your help, even if sometimes it may seem like, well, that's that's just duplicate of help. Go and see. Make sure it's duplicate of help before you just make the assumption that it is. Yeah, and and be well informed. That was the one thing that they did for me when the initial phone call and and especially the discharging phone call because I've I've been officially discharged from the online service and was given a load of numbers for one-to-one counseling, especially like how COVID was relaxing a little bit once like fully back to being able to sit in a room with a complete stranger on a regular basis. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, But like to be well informed because they, they offered medication, but they also then turned around and said, you know, you're a man of 34, um, you know, the medication that we could probably give you can cause um, like erectile dysfunction, infertility, couple of other things but most of them when they turn around and said you've got to be ready to face the fact that taking some medication can lead to being more depressed because then you feel like you're relying on something and then the worry Mm -hmm. about like that worry that you had of the reduction of that medicine then causes an anxiety so yeah when struggling with anxiety as opposed to being a hormonal imbalance, because I know there's a lot of issues like around hormonal imbalances for people that cause depression and worry and things like that. Is it, yeah, you've got to be well informed, talk to the right people, reach out, mm-hmm. don't like sit on your hands about it because you just end up in a hole. And like, you know, I've lost four friends now to this, and I've seen two other people like from a personal point of view um, that have struggled and you know one of them still is struggling now and we thought to like we reach out to him as much as possible but he just sometimes he goes completely quiet and the only ways of me reaching out to him is through social media and if he's not going online I can't get hold of him yeah so, yeah for sure um, but yeah it's kind of like I've now I've got to the point where I've seen this happen with four people, and it's now my mission that if somebody's feeling that way out, that I'm making a point of like, we'll give you. All right, we've had a text conversation, but like in the next available point, we need to either meet up and have a chat, or you need to just ring me and be on the phone and talk. And uh, mm-hmm. like tracks have started out with mental health first aiders, so I've applied to do that at work. So complete voluntary kind of basis to be a, a point for people to go to when they're struggling and stuff like that and, and chat because I can reflect a little bit on my own experience and point them in a direction for help but then it's that I've been somebody that's kind of gone through it on a I wouldn't say on a massive scale it, it was very a class how I was and what I was going through was being very moderate I wouldn't think I don't think I've I just scratched the surface to how bad I, you can possibly feel. Um, and mine was superficial because it was, it was based around something to do with work. And like I said, that changed as soon as I was given the nod to say, oh, I know you're no longer going to be made redundant. That kind of like was a massive weight taken off me. So it, it then allowed me to feel better quicker. Where some people, that that massive weight, it's probably difficult to lift depending on what your circumstances are. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I know, like in the US, there's a 24 7 
line, uh, the telephone number for that is 800 273 8255. Um, and that'll get you straight in touch with the suicide prevention line. Um, or they've got a text service. So if you text home to 741741, um, I'm pretty sure that you'll probably get a response very quickly via. They'll probably call you, or it might even just be a, uh, like a short messaging service where you just chat backwards and forth. Um, I know yeah. Lindsay used to work for the Childline as a call operator at Childline for online oh, messaging, right. and she said that the the amount of because that's Childline basically just for kids up until sure. teens or thirteen, fourteen, or even sixteen. Um, like she used to have regulars that would be regular kids that would use that messaging service just to so you know you won't you know you're not guaranteed to always talk to the same person but if you start an online messaging service in like that which there is websites that do it um i know the suicide prevention line org for the us do it i know um the nhs have a messaging service in the uk um for it um you know just the, it yeah, that simple start of a conversation, the the instant where I spoke to the GP on the phone and like she was really, really nice about it. Um she was like, Yeah, don't worry, we'll get you the hell. You'll you know, you'll get you something to talk to her and um and she kinda like it was knowing that that initial conversation had been started. I can remember telling Lindsay that like once she'd we realized what was happening and she was very assertive that I get I speak to somebody because it was it was causing a strain on our relationship as soon as i had that conversation i came like i said to Lindsay, said, i feel instantly more relieved that there's now something happening about it rather than mm-hmm. nothing at all so you took the darkness out of it right you like you you yeah like, that's it somebody become you, you kind of you know you see a path there's a path open up knowing that oh, yeah right, okay so that somebody has listened and there's something's going to be done about it that mm-hmm. that might help. It might not help, and they they were very open with that, saying, "You know, this this process might not help you, but we'll we'll use this process first. So, mm-hmm. like the online thing was like, uh, this might they were like, this might not be for you, um, but you know, we're gonna try it. I mean, the two online options were that like I did like a Teams meeting style thing like this where. I had an allotted time every week that I'd do it, which doesn't work for me as as we know when trying to make this podcast that, um, you know, I can't because of shift patterns, I can't give a certain time every week because that changes. So the, the option I had was to do it like in my own pace, which took a little bit longer, like five or six weeks of like little online courses and stuff like that, but eventually got round to, to working. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then the other thing is is reaching out to other people. It's like like you've just said, you didn't you didn't know how rough rough was because yeah, you know, I didn't want anybody to know how rough rough was. So I mean, yeah, um, I mean the guy that recently passed away, like literally the beginning of April this year, he shared a post about people suffering from mental health and don't be afraid to get help and stuff like that. And then he wouldn't took his own life. So you know, th- that's something that we all 
said the other day of his funeral, it was like, mm. we know Sean was a really caring guy and, you know, he was really supportive of everybody and everything. So we just assumed that that sharing of that post was because, you know, he'd maybe had somebody that had been affected and he was wanting to show support for somebody and he was wanting to, you know, basically share the advice. But little did we know that it was actually him that was suffering and it was maybe a way of him wanting some attention. And, you know, it's difficult to spot. Um it is. I mean, you, you only got to look at movie stars, Robin Williams, uh, Chester Bennett, and, you know, you look back yeah. now at some of the stuff that Chester Bennett and said and did, and it's like, wow, okay, yeah, that's the alarm bells were ringing everywhere, but nobody spotted it because of the limelight that he had, and, you know, the stuff that he sang about was pretty dark sometimes, and Robin Williams, fantastic actor, absolute face of comedy, and behind the masquerade of being a funny guy and things like that he's like oh wow yeah, yeah. there was you know so yeah, yeah the, my, my closing comments on it is that i'm always available to talk if you message me on discord i might directly i might not always see everything that's in all the the categories in there because it's, there's a lot of chat about lots of different things that i don't see but you know feel free to drop me a private message i might not fully understand your situation but it's a conversation with somebody that you don't know that yeah i'd rather i'd rather read six seven or eight massive paragraphs of you venting off or trying to just find somebody to talk to than having to unfortunately read that we've lost a member of the community so yeah yeah that that goes for me too i will i will chat with with anybody, anytime, over, over, having to read about just horrible news. I mean, that's what we're here for. I will chat, DM. We can. There's this really cool. I do it to Sean accidentally all the time. Not all the time, but a few times I have. There's this really cool Discord call thing. Like we can. Like there are ways to chat. Um, I accidentally. What dial? I did, what didn't I just do that a couple of weeks ago? I yeah, we you. we yeah we must have we've been messaging backwards and forwards about um, something that we're going to talk about soon and uh, yeah, you kind of just started to ring me and I like I rang you back. I was like, you rang and he was like, uh, yeah, I did, but I accidentally did it. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of ways to chat, and um, I don't care what time it is. I'll chat with you if if to help out without a doubt. So, as a change to our usual schedule of things, uh, we have an island broadcast. There you are. 
So as a final note for this episode, we have an important island broadcast. With the slow news about Animal Crossing, we are moving Dead Crossing to an ad-needs basis. Covering big news and hot topics as they come up. This hasn't been an easy decision for me and Nick to make as we absolutely love doing this show every two weeks. It's great. Uh, <laughs> we get to cover all sorts of topics from the one that we've just covered now to, to DIY disaster, snacking, yeah. parenting tips and what do's and don'ts. And uh, we've covered a, a very good range of topics over the last Children's nightmares, all kinds of fun <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it's been ace. Um, but like I said, with the slow news, the, the, we are starting to struggle on things and we feel like we're repeating ourselves a little bit with what's going on in Animal Crossing. That doesn't mean that this is going to stop. You are going to hear from us on the Dad Crossing channels. Um, just obviously, if there's a big announcement at E3, we'll be doing a little episode for the Nintendo Dads covering that, or some videos, or a reaction. We'll be doing something, and you'll see that come out via the uh, the usual content creator section from the Nintendo Dads, or the... I can't remember the name of it now, but anyway, from how they normally drop their new content. Um... We'll also still be active and chatting on Discord about what we're up to. So, you know, don't be afraid to drop in, ask us questions there. We will always be able to answer them. Uh, the shame, the same with Twitter and Instagram, we'll still be actively posting there. I'm going to try and be more interactive on Instagram than I have been recently, but it's been, uh, yeah, handling several different social media outlets is difficult. <laughs> so, um, we want to thank all you guys for listening to us for the last 12 months it's been great um it's brought me out of my shell in terms of people actually want to hear my voice on a regular basis giving me something to talk about um social aspect of it i've met nick and it's been great relationship and friendship has grown for sure over the last 12 months same with dan um i know we don't talk as much anymore but i've met dan i know how great he is he's always there when we need him um for anything um and also for the Nintendo Dads for like continued support. Thanks to Jesse. Uh, every time we make something, we <laughs> kind of just chuck it out to him and be like, "Here you go, Jesse." And he does all the magical work of scheduling us and yeah, like, it's putting great. us on YouTube. So again, thank you guys for your support over the last twelve months. It's been fantastic. It's allowed us to do something and branch out and basically be content creators. <laughs> for something that yeah. people listen to so yep. with that i'll hand over to nick and he can bring in the exciting news well you know sean and i really liked podcasts with each other that's uh that's a fact and uh when we sat down and said i don't think we can do this i don't think we got enough news to really do this on on a regular basis anymore uh we both immediately said we but we want to do something because we like we like content creation we like chatting about stuff and uh, and so we were like what are we what are we both doing and i was like well we both looked at each other and we were like well we're both playing xbox right now so uh guys we would like to welcome you to our new little corner of the internet uh game pass news uh sean and i are going to be doing let's plays reviews streams um of game pass games coming on to xbox's game pass service uh, we're, we're really excited about it. You'll be able to find us at, uh, on Twitter, on YouTube, on Twitch, um, at Game Pass News. 
um, and then also uh, Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I really, we haven't had a Facebook for <laughs> for this podcast, so I'm not used to it. I'm sorry. And Facebook. Uh, Game Pass News is going to be um, our new podcast. We're going to have our own feed um, for the Game Pass for a Game Pass newscast. It'll be a uh, it'll be a shorter show that we will do once a week this time around. Uh, just chatting about what's coming, what's going, um, what's cool, what's hot, what's trendy, all those kind of things. Um, so we are we are really excited. We've been working on this for a real long time. And uh, if you're a Game Pass fan or if you uh, like to just hear us fumble away through a podcast, then uh, join us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> join us. Um, and uh, but that that's that's not all. But that's not all, Sean. No, that is um, not all. We are. We told the Nintendo dads we were like, listen, we're not gonna be doing Dad Crossing on a regular basis. We're gonna try to do this, and um, because they're just awesome fellas, they said, how would you still like to partner with us and be basically our first Nintendo show? And we said, uh. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you've, you've supported us for so long that it's, it's only we can. It's the least we can do to make more content for you, based around something that's Nintendo. So yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And so we are we're excited to still be partnering with them. Um, you'll be able to chat to us, uh, chat with us about Xbox and Game Pass news um, on Discord. So we will have a spot there. We look forward to uh, engaging with you guys about uh, this new venture and also maybe doing some uh, some community-wide Let's Plays of Xbox games, maybe get some Xbox contests and stuff like that. Um, so we're, we're really excited about moving forward, and uh, we hope to see you guys come with us. Yeah, well, I'm just really excited to share the things that we've created so far. Uh, you, yeah. I know you've been working hard on... Uh, like let's plays and stuff like that um we've done one joint multiplayer which uh won't have all the fancy frilly bits that we've been creating but we're gonna get there um yep like the videos and stuff that we've like made and stuff that's coming out oh, i just I can't wait it's <laughs> it's been exciting yeah. it's yeah yeah. Wow. So, so with the with the news that uh, and understand that uh, Dead Crossing isn't isn't going away. It's just you'll you'll still hear from us, like Sean said. Um, it just won't be on as regular of a basis uh, as it as it has been for the last year and few months. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm really excited. So it's it's kind of weird. I'm going to take us out for. The last time for a while we've got a couple of weeks worth of other content to make and hopefully hopefully praying for some big news at e3 that we can that come back and do some coverage for so that crossing is part of the nintendo dad family of podcasts you can find the new nintendo dad content wherever podcasts are found if you have any questions or comments or commiserations or upsets that you want to give us from hearing the last bit of news <laughs> there, uh you can reach out to us on twitter and instagram everything is at and crossing um and I, like we just give a load of thanks to get Nintendo Dads, but as I always want to give them a big thank you for supporting us and allowing us to make content under their name and under their umbrella. Um, so from myself and Nick, we hope your island is sunny and your villages are happy. Now we'll go back.
It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.